guys, welcome to the. I'm the black Muslim girl. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. Wa alaikum salam. And welcome back to the TBMG podcast. I Thank you so much great. for blessing us with your presence, Khadija. All the way from LA. Oh my god, time zones, guys. I know, like it's like what one o'clock in the afternoon at the moment, but it's okay. We live. Well, that would be funny move. if that's not right. <laughs> I had to check what time it is because I was. Like, <laughs> aren't they like six hours or so behind, no, or like aren't, aren't you? Hours? Aren't you six hours? <laughs> yeah, like us, isn't it? Like us and the eight. rest of the people here. Yeah. I think you're eight hours behind. Seven or eight hours. Oh, whatever the time is, it's the time over here, and that's all that matters. Um, yeah, you're eight. I'm recording live from it's ten a.m. in the morning, babes. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. So it's ten a.m. in the morning. Please excuse my morning voice. I literally just woke up and rolled out. Of <laughs> that's random. I love my voice, cause like I'm just I just woke up in it. <laughs> so yeah, how is everyone doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing. I'm hot in this. Good. Room, I'm not gonna lie. I'm hot. Sorry, jump to leave. It's okay. You're not in the same room as me, Amina. <laughs> I'm not gonna allow that joke to pass. Oh, no. No, because I have to close the window. Otherwise, you're you're gonna hear countryside sounds. Oh, how how are you, Amina? What's popping? Oh, I'm in a new room now because my friend cleared out her room because this is not officially all mine. Yes, this is gonna be my new office. It's a bit empty right now, but gang, 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 gang. Hey. So I'm not in my living room anymore. I'm in my second room. How is that? You're all alone. Oh, I, lo- I love it. I love it, but I need people to visit late at some point later on down the line. I can't spend the whole the rest of the year on my ones in lockdown like that's. Don't dead. worry, I'll be there soon. Yeah, we're coming. Yeah. Remember, I'm gonna like when I get the time to obviously fly back what? to the UK. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Fly you out. Yeah, grace myself with your grace. An influencer, babe, fly out. <laughs> I will. Um, me and I actually did say we wanted to come and spend a weekend with you. So that. Oh, be- give me until the end of the month when I buy all my stuff. Yeah, I'll that will buy yeah. stuff for that. I got hay fever, so please put your plants to that like, one side. Yeah. I get hay fever. Oh, my plants are going to be scattered. Oh no, the indoor plants. They're not. They're not. They're not the type. They're not flowers. Okay. Gonna be, so imagine them in the house. You I'm guys getting... get hay fever. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that noise so much, but it's so satisfying when you're doing it. What noise? Oh, when you when you know when your nose is like clogged up and the hay fever's hitting different. Oh, I do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, say this like I have hay fever. Maybe it's just allergies randomly. You don't have okay. No, I just I just oh, react God. to dust. You're so lucky. You're I wouldn't lucky. wish it on my worst enemy. Do you know what though? I feel like for me this year, I, I'm not. I can't even lie. Hey, people hasn't been that bad. It's actually been behaving itself. 
Surprise. has got her in it. <laughs> like, formerly, oh my God, like, my yeah it's daunting does it get that bad damn yeah it gets really bad because one time i did um lashes ha! never again they didn't even last 24 hours by the time i got back home i had to take them out like i literally just had to like just, just my, never again hey fever and lashes girls oh, damn do it. i wouldn't recommend it's a bit of a peak one there it sometimes gets so bad I feel like I have like a cold and all it is is hay fever oh wow Damn. Yeah. you, and then got, I get you got as well. this is my this one this one my babies that have grown what's her name what kind of plant is it she, it's a jade plant I don't know what I don't know what to call it yet. jade jade nah. she ain't white <laughs> Entanglement plant. No, I'm talking about Jada. Jada, like I knew a black Jada. So. Oh, an entanglement. Yeah, she can be. I an said entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my new desk plant. How do we think about all of this um, entanglement stuff? An entanglement with August. An entanglement. No, an entanglement. No, an entanglement no, with August. August. <laughs> Arg. Arg. That is such a weird nickname. I thought like August would be like Gus or something. Yeah. But then Gus does sound like an uncle name. So I guess, you know. I don't know Black Gus. But I also don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah, that's true. Gus just gives me um, every day is a dull me your day. It gives me that sort of vibe. Lol. Italian uncle. <laughs> Lol. But yeah, the whole thing. Uncle Gus. Funny. It's funny. Have you guys been in entanglement before? What? No. I'm a Muslim, sir. In it? Oh, no. <laughs> this is the ghetto. <laughs> yeah, no. wow, I, don't, I don't do harami, harami behavior. What I am a babe for me to be doing entanglement of the whole situation. Say that again. That's an, I said, what do you guys think of the whole situation? I think... I feel like it's peak. Is it, thing is it's people's lives so i don't want to like make fun of it but i'm also mm. i think some people's hot takes are just a bit like just just calm down just calm down it's really not yeah, yeah it's just like you don't have to say yeah p.e p- p- paragraphs and that yeah um at the end of the day manipulative and she knew exactly what she was doing and she was this and that. I mean, I think we just saw 12 minutes of something that spanned over years. I don't think that's enough to see exactly the end of that. Of a very rehearsed conversation as well, so... Bruh, even if it was rehearsed, yeah, that that convo was tensed. You could cut the air with that tension. It was so awkward. I couldn't finish watching it properly. Like I was just like, ugh. Like it just felt so awkward. But then again, you can't really my thing is you can't really be like annoyed at the people that are making hot takes and all of that kind of stuff because they they've obviously had a conversation. They've obviously like let it out to the world. Hot takes is bound to happen. Oh yeah, for sure. Personally, I don't think it's a conversation that needed to be had with the world, but I think in some ways, like but just because of the because of the dynamics between Jada and August, you know, people were like saying, "Oh, if it was flipped, 
it'll be another story because yeah. if you do look at it it's a, i can see where people are coming from when they say it's a bit manipulative quite predatory to an extent if august never mentioned it i highly doubt mrs jada pinkish call august no alcina smith I'm screaming. Would have <laughs> it's funny how you talk about an entanglement and you're, enta- you're untangling your headphones. <laughs> Sorry, the irony has not been lost on me there. <laughs> no, I don't think we have brought it to the table. Even with the whole like, I think I, I haven't watched the whole thing, but I know at the end they did the whole bad marriage Ugh. for life. Bro, that was so cringe. Pe- I was like, ha, huh, God forbid. Yeah, I'd like this is my thing in it and this is my point my point is what a bad married to you might can you guys hear me with these headphones yeah, oh yeah much better okay what a bad marriage looks like to you may not necessarily look like a bad marriage them and what a bad marriage money. looks like to them may not necessarily look like a bad marriage to us do you get what i mean like and at the end of the day, I feel like, listen, we just need to understand that these people, yes, they're celebrities, but they are human. We, like, people idolise people too much. And then when stuff like this happens, like, yeah, they start to lose their mental. Goals. But it's like, you're crazy. Because at the end of the day, they're human, just like you. You cut them and they, you bleed the same blood. The blood that they're bleeding is not sparkly or gold or anything, you silly Billy. Mm-hmm. They, they, there's no such thing as celebrity gender. Like, no, no. or like celebrity graveyard. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think you know, there's no Hollywood gender, baby. I think it goes back to like things that we've said before where we keep saying like, you just need, people just need to stop idolizing all these people and putting them on a pedestal. Like at the end of the day, you shouldn't be wishing for anyone percent of because that's not, it, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And pardon? What does it say on your top radio head? Yeah, it's um, it's uh, some band, and it's just basically got all the dates of their you tour. To I can't remember when. I, I can't remember where the tour. No, I just bought the top because it's a nice top. Oh. I'm wearing it back to front. I was gonna say, I was like, I didn't know radio head was your kind of. That's the front. <laughs> I was ignoring it, like. <laughs> that was like yeah. radio thing. Then fine, no judgment, but. <laughs> I do listen to a vast range, you know, of music. I have heard some of their songs. I do find them nice. Problemo? No, there's no problem. I like a oh, bit of... Oh, pretty well, didn't it? Um, I don't know the <laughs> I do like a little bit um, of this, but anyways. Oasis do have a couple of bangers. Um, oh yeah they do but yeah um bottom line is i think everyone should just mind their business and stop idolizing people and everyone will be fine I like the memes are just fun the memes are the funny memes are funny the will looked good. really sad but <laughs> sorry it's not, so sorry. it's not funny it's not funny like i feel like he's in a very sticky situation i don't think any of them meant for it to come out in public because it was kind of unexpected how august came out of like it's just out of nowhere, like, whoa. It was, it was Unless, unprovoked, wasn't it? He just was in some very radio theme. and he just said it all, but... Blurted it out. But I think he's probably gone through so much and it might have just built up and it just went, bleh. 
Because like, he had like yeah, health I, problems and mm-hmm. stuff at the beginning. I do feel like it's something that he's been wanting to talk about for a very long time. I also feel like it was part of his PR plan because he also had an album mm-hmm. coming out like um, oh, really? a couple of months. No, not like literally the week after or a couple of weeks after, like a couple of days after I he had an album had come out. Album. So, um, yeah, I do feel like it was all part of the game. But no one's really talking about him as an individual. They're more talking about the red table thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird one. Listen, personally... It just goes back to, like, how we just shouldn't have attachments Um, to things that shouldn't... Honestly... You know? It's... um, Exactly, like, say maybe a conversation and then but everyone, like, why are we still talking about it? Get a whole grip of yourselves, for God's sake. We'll move on to the next thing. We'll Y'all are moving like, this is like, we'll move on. To, pardon? I said, we'll move on to the next thing in a couple of days. Like, this is, the, this is this week's conversation. Next week, it'll be something. Yeah, literally. Right, we've literally. moved on to cake. Everything's made out of cake oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey! I saw one. Those videos are starting to irritate me. I saw one with pounded <laughs> jam and a bonus soup, and I was dead. Yeah, I, those videos are starting to irritate me so much. Bro, I saw a katsu so curry bad. made out of cake. I wanted to scream. A whole barbecue out of cake, potatoes out of cake. Yeah, those videos are really starting to irritate me. They're when, really, really when did starting they to start? Me. Like they just happened overnight. Can we decided, you know what? I can't make a normal flipping cake. Let me just recreate something oh, no, and sorry. cause chaos. It started from one video and then literally just, everyone else that does it just up. Oh, my time to shine. Look, guys, I <laughs> make cake. It's not my cake. Talent. It's my <laughs> talent, guys. I and, like to stress um, you out. Yeah, <laughs> they're really just irritating me. Bake. Pardon? Do you guys bake? I made brownies yeah. yesterday, or oh, chocolate gooey cake, or whatever it was. I do love brownies. <laughs> it was meant to be a brownie, a but then it gets spongy. What was it? It was banana cake. Ooh. It came out all right. Oh, and everyone was obsessed with banana bread and banana cake. I personally... Do you remember that? That actually happened months ago. Yeah. I know. It's mad. Deep, how much has happened in three months? It's like the other day, I was like, hold on, was Love is Blind this year? Like, actually, oh, 2020... <laughs> Deep, what not you forget about three months deep? What's happened just in one week? Like, oh, this yeah. whole week has yeah, been quick. Like, madness. it's been madness. I think it started off with the whole um reciter guy. Is oh that my madness? god, what guy? And Flipping hell, the, the that that is an abuser, apparently been abusing oh, the, and uh, all uh, of that kind of stuff. Thing, the whole shabbat, and then uh. I can't, I don't even know, I don't even, I can't even remember what happened after that. But it's so funny because so many people, you know, entanglement. So many people thought my tweet was about that situation. And I'm just like, you guys like, so many people thought that that tweet was in correlation to that. For some people that have no idea what you're talking about, what, what was, what did your tweet address? (laughs) Sorry, I don't know why I'm laughing. (laughs) I'm traumatized. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I just basically listen because you I said, said something was, like, yeah. yeah. No, all I said, yeah, all I said was, stop <laughs> saying Muslim community 
when you're talking about a certain demographic, why are you also butthurt? Like, and the funny thing is, yeah, and this is why I find it so funny, because nowhere in any of those tweets, yeah, did I single out a particular country, yeah? I just said, you guys, you're really, like, really and truly, you're talking about the Asian community. Yes, I said it again. One thing about me is the chat bad and men I take it back. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Ooh, A for energy. <laughs> so I just said, yeah, that realistically, we are talking, you're like, when you are saying the Muslim community, in actual fact, you're talking about Asian men. Like, Shoot, like yeah. I said, and team. it's not with every single topic. You it's like, I mean? for example, with like, say, for example, with FGM. Culturally, it affects the Somali community and a lot of other East African communities and but, certain but Arab countries. Is, yeah. But we don't conflate that with Muslim exactly. issues. Yeah. And you know you what? See what I mean? it irritated me because I, like, I don't come on Twitter to have a conversation. So if you guys, you guys can camp <laughs> in my mention. I don't. Did you see me reply to anyone? No. I don't. I'm not replying to you because one, you're talking rubbish. So many people that lack comprehension skills um, kept messaging me. Oh, you should just call me the p word with your chest, and oh, you know all of this kind of p word business. Yeah. And um, my thing was like, it's actually so funny because my thing was yeah, where in the thread for one did I mention your country? And two projection. Oh, thing I like, saw that I found really weird was that some people kept replying with like, "Oh, you do realize that we established communities here first. Like we were here first. Da, 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 da. Ooh, I'm no, like, no, 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 no. I don't like that kind of behavior. That conversation is just like that off. That just went left. No, there was was one scene I purposely decided to air her because one thing about me, like I said, men are better than men take it back here. But apart from that one thing about me is I am not going to waste my time indulging in a ignorant mm. conversation. I just don't have that time in it. Like, yeah, say whatever you want, you're not getting a tweet <clears throat> back from me because you're talking rubbish. Because I gonna... saw things like that and I was like, bruh, what are these lot on? They're really big. One girl tried to say to me something about, oh, um, oh, I need to find it. Something along the lines of, oh, well, um, when it comes to the Muslim community, South Asians are very... What's the word that she used? What did she say? Hold on a minute, guys. Let me get, let me give you a get. Let me find exactly what she said. And I just looked at her like... I should have done... I need to shut the whole hell up. Every... Can't remember what she said anyway. But she said something along the lines of... Um, oh, yes, they're very hyper-visible. That's what she said. Hence why are we not um, it's easier for them to be picked out or something uh, hello? like that. Black, this, this, Muslim, that. woman, oh, hijabi. Hello? Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, in my head, I'm just thinking, well, this is just proving my point because now you're actually confirming that you lot do erase black Muslims from the community because the fact that you think you're the only one that's hyper like, are you... Are yeah. You it almost felt like they were kind of like shoving it, like, oh, but look at us, kind of thing. Yeah, it felt weird because the conversation of, didn't need that. But there's FGM and this, this, that. Okay, but like I mean, it just said... But, and, Somalis don't, don't equate FGM with happen. Muslim community exactly. issues. It's and a cultural problem. It's Islam. But yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just, um, it's just a whole load of nonsense that I personally don't have time for. I feel like 
when it comes to I feel like there's this whole like struggle Olympics that sometimes tries to happen when we're talking about you know our various struggles within the Muslim community and I think what everyone needs to understand is that just because you're highlighting the issues within for your for your group of people doesn't sideline the issues of the other groups and other communities Mm -hmm. and don't conflict and we're just trying to talk about don't conflate culture with religion because that's that's what's happening that's what's wrong islam it's wrong islamically anyways to mix culture and religion like that so i think once we stop being so sensitive then we can have these open and honest Honest. because right now they're just they're not happening and there's no like we're just never going to get anywhere if we keep having these if we keep 100 and there's just a lot of um entitlement and ownership hey you do not own islam and islam is not not yours news flash yeah in case you didn't know it's not your forefather's religion and it's not it's it's not yours. It's not yours to feel so entitled to and to feel like you own and to, to make snarky comments like, oh, there's a bit of jealousy and resentment because... The thing is, I just want to understand of... where this jealousy serious? is coming from. Like, what, what is the reason for there to be what is jealousy? The, yeah, what is the jealousy that we're supposedly... I'm so confused. Like, like do you know... How, like, it doesn't actually make any sense. Because I don't think it's ignorant. And that's what I, that's what I got when people when I was seeing, like, comments from... That specific community saying, "Oh, we were here first. We established this. We made sure that you guys were were you know settled well." And I'm just thinking, huh? I think it it kind of goes. It ties in with the whole like Black Lives Matter and like having these conversations about racism with white people in the sense that I don't think we as Black Muslims can do any more now because we've we've highlighted the issues. We're having the conversations. Mm. We're telling you like what's going on. If you guys, if it gets willful ignorance at this point, yeah. If other communities don't want to do the work and have the conversations within their own community, then we can't we can't keep going back and forth. It's not our place yeah. to constantly have these conversations. Like at some point, you've got to have them within your own community. Check your peers. Mm-hmm. Check your parents. Check your your friends. Like. It, it's like we can't and that's the thing a lot of them don't want to do the work and then complain when these issues are being brought up by the black muslim community it's like you won't even Uh, check your own parents but then you're coming online and saying that we're bitter how does that work i read something the other day i was reading some tweets and someone was talking about how they feel like the younger generation of like um the muslim communities were the one that's going to kind of like create change and you know, we're the one that's kind of bring we're, we're the one that's gonna bring the Ummah together and all of this kind of stuff. And I was just thinking, oh, you know what? I absolutely adore your ambition. Like so, <laughs> such a lovely um statement to make. And you know, I absolutely I, I love how um ambitious you are. But then when I was going back to my mentions, nearly half, not even half, nearly every single person that was replying to my mention was a young person so when you have young people mm-hmm. within the muslim community that think like this it's no longer even a problem of what their parents are telling them in their houses and all of this kind mm-hmm. of stuff like because it's like at first we thought it was oh yeah it's the older generation you know and mm-hmm. we need to start teaching the older generation but how, how the hell Am I supposed to be teaching a 21-year-old sister that's mentioning that's mentioning me? Oh, you might as well just call me the P-word with your chest back. Yeah, I'm, but this is a thing, in it? People choose to 
understand what they want to understand people choose to read what they want to read and people choose to reply how they want to reply because mm. anyone with common sense and anyone that understood not even anyone that understood anyone with common sense knew exactly what I was talking about and understood exactly what I was talking about I was I was speaking in layman terms I wasn't like this is this wasn't no complex thread where you know people purposely like to throw big words in and all of that jargon this wasn't any of that it was literally straight to the point boom bam bada bing people but this is the thing people choose to misunderstand um just to stroke their ego I I don't really care I think it goes back, like like I was saying earlier, with like you know when we talk about white people trying to understand racism. I think what it is is some of them, some of our like the people, the other communities within the Muslim community, they can't understand their their privilege and they don't recognize it. And I think it's just it's hard for them to realize that they have a privilege within the whole. Muslim community or people of color space, so it just they have. You know what? I don't know how I feel about that. You know what about that statement? Because I I I feel like they do recognize their privilege. They do know their privilege, and they they definitely make use of the privilege that they have. What they don't want is to let go of that privilege. Mm. I don't think it's a case where they don't know it or it's not something they're aware of. I really, really, really and truly believe that they definitely, because for someone to come out and say something like, oh, there must be some kind of jealousy or resentment because we build, we start- It's rooted in something. Okay, yeah, something like that. You clearly know, do you know what I mean? Like you clearly, like, I don't believe that they don't, maybe there's some of them that don't. I I, I genuinely believe that there there are some that don't recognize it i do and i think think this whole black the whole recent black lives matter emergence and everything has has allowed a lot of them to recognize that okay actually yes i do have some privilege something a statement like that what that guy mentioned absolutely that one there's almost like a uh, i don't know the him the thing is of that one yeah he's consistent with it vicious actually (laughs) yeah it's spiteful it's spiteful spiteful. that's the word that's spiteful because why are you going back to saying oh we built this place we built like can you you, you're telling me but then again it's just it's like but this is the thing everyone that had something negative to to say in response to the tweet was just furthering proving my point like you was (laughs) basically you're you're basically proving the point i'm trying to make like yeah, yeah literally like, but they just went in one big fat circle and it just I came mean, back to your point and you're still <laughs> proving my point like how silly but where, can yeah. but where do we go from where do we go from here like what Personally. something there's something khadija mentioned a while back i don't remember which episode it was but remember that time we we're talking about having black muslim spaces mm. and how certain yeah. And, and how other demographics outside of that have a problem. And you said, you know what? Mm. If you guys can set up your own little things and run it and do that, let mm. us do our thing. If you don't want to mm. support or vouch for us and stuff like that, just let us do our thing. Mm. And I think that, it looks like that should be the way to, that could be the way to go. It's either that or the people that are open to having these conversations, we can have these conversations and try to bridge some gaps and clear up all these misconceptions and ignorance. But to those people that are continuously being stubborn, Okay, then you do you, and we'll do us. Because mm. at this point, what can, what else can you actually do? Like, there's not much say or add to it. I think there needs to be a shifted conversation. That's definitely the first thing that I think needs to happen. I think there needs to be a big shift 
in conversation. And why I say shift in conversation is because every time these type of conversations do come up, we're always saying the same thing. There's racism mm -hmm. in Islam. We've acknowledged that there's racism in Islam. In We've the, said there's racism. In, 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 in mean, the Muslim yeah, community. In the Muslim community, forgive me. You know, we've said that there's racism in the Muslim in the Muslim community. There's people that's written a thousand and one blogs about it. There's a thousand and one bloody videos about it. There's been a thousand and one lectures about it. But no one is actually talking about, okay, here's the solution. What are we doing? Well, all we're ever doing is talking about the problem, but no solution. So there needs to be a shift in conversation where we stop glamorizing the problem and stop talking mm. about the problem and start focusing on actual solution. And mm -hmm. for, in order for us to do that, we need to be honest and very, very open. Like, I'm not trying to go to another online something or another, read another thread that's complaining about racism in Islam. I've heard it so many times. Like, I, could, I, I don't need to hear it anymore. Unless you're telling me how things are going to change or what we can do as a community to make change, I don't even want to hear it anymore sort of thing. There is a guy that started this thing that I think is really cool. Um, and he does like some, he, they, I think it's called Muslim Census or something like that. And, um, oh, I think I've seen that. Yeah, the first survey that um, oh, he I know did yeah. was based on racism in Islam, of course. And I'm not even going to lie to you, like the... Um, the response on that survey i'm not surprised but it's quite shocking but yeah. then again like, but platforms okay, cool. like that i have to give a shout out to muslim census because platforms 100%. like that we're trying to not that what what that platform is doing is now documenting and having concrete exactly. data to support it exactly but my thing now is okay cool we've got the data great stuff what are we doing with it yeah, it's all I well think it's the first step. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I agree. With you. Have the data. Do you know? What I mean, no, and I'm not saying this from a, I'm bashing him sort of thing because I proper rate what he's doing. And to be honest, we don't actually have a Muslim platform that's dedicated to that sort of stuff. So it's really good. But it's like, okay, cool. We have the data. We know what the problem is. How can we, as a community, start coming up? with solutions all we ever I think do that's the next step for for a platform like that because I think the first thing before that like you said there wasn't really like a proper major platform that was recording this data so I feel like having a platform mm. like that makes it a more of a continuous system and then you know when when it comes to it and it's like okay what can we do to tackle these problems it's like at least there's mm. evidence now to be like okay mm -hmm, these mm -hmm, are the numbers mm -hmm. these are the hard facts mm -hmm, mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. is the trend that we're seeing Some people don't believe it Exactly, and that's probably why, like, that's partly why this um, platform is so important because... Yeah, I think it's a really, 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 really good platform and I think it will, like, aid in, like, creating some kind of change. But even us individually, like, as, as a Muslim community, imagine the, the platform wasn't here, what solutions can we actually come up with that is actually going to change these sort of things? Because yeah. personally... I'm tired of talking about one of those ones where you have to do the work on a daily life. I think it's it's kind of like the whole wider issue of racism anyways, when it's like so structural and inherent and it's like so locked into a community. How do you start breaking away from something that is so like ingrained into society? Yeah, ingrained in a community. So like how I mean I personally I don't know what I would say is like the first steps to 
to creating a solution because I also don't think it should I don't think I should necessarily be the one to start thinking it up because I'm mm. not the person that brought it in you know um in, but that's but the I, thing I, though because I totally agree but <laughs> when you think about it mm. they're like they're not going to create the change that we want to see because majority of them are comfortable with where it's at in as much as it's not our responsibility to have to kind of start creating solutions and all of this kind of stuff, we can't expect the people that are creating, uh, that, that are doing whatever, whatever it is that they're doing to create those solutions because majority of them are comfortable with the way that things are. It's not, I'm, and this is the thing, I don't believe it's my responsibility as a black Muslim yeah. to now come out here and say yeah like this is what needs to be done and that needs to be done and this needs to be done and that 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 that, that, that. but at the end of the day i'm so sorry how many people from the other community do we actually see saying this is what needs to be done this is not xyz <laughs> so it's like until we kind of do something but i think we are by speaking out about it though i think because oh, yeah, the conversations need to happen yeah. like 100%. for example like you know like remember that black um sorry that muslim journal thing that happened and like none of the lecturers on it or the professors or whatever they had on yeah. it, they were all yeah. um asian yeah. Arab muslim like people spoke up like i don't like in that kind of situation other than speaking up and like showing them and you know potentially like giving them a list of people that could have been involved i don't know what i would have done in that situation if i hadn't have heard of that platform beforehand mm. if you get me so i'm mm. as i'm just trying to think like okay yeah if i if i am the one that needs to start creating i think for us lot i just don't know the most we can actually do is have the conversations but also know when to step back and let either the qualif more the, the more qualified people that do the groundwork take charge of it or just understand that mm. you need to protect your mental peace as well because there's only so much you can mm. do because we're doing it from we're not doing it just for the muslim community either we're doing it for the out like the right of the world yeah and i can't i don't know if it's a me, draining process it it's draining constantly having to justify your own identity day to day and all black people are actually asking for including black muslims and stuff is just treat us with respect but we don't have why should we be justifying our humanity and our day-to-day -day living to people like you like why no one else needs to do it on the scale that we have to that's all that's all black people exactly. are really asking like, how for. come how come you're allowed to be born into islam but because i'm black i'm not but you yeah know, on a lighter note i'm so happy and blessed and glad to be a black muslim woman you know honestly it's it's wonderful it's wonderful and it's great and i think we sometimes need to like think about the like the good things <laughs> you know it's so yeah, easy, good things. it's so easy to, with like, a blueprint <laughs> to, to to keep concentrating on the bad things i don't want people to like think that are like being a black muslim woman is such a struggle like they have our struggles but at the same time we also have lives yeah, and we've got know, ambitions like, and goals and things that we enjoy us, it's always when like you don't want to mention us anytime other than when it comes to a struggle like, that's like the media in general you know what i mean like there's more to us than the struggle that we face mm -hmm. and i feel like that's why tbmg is so important because Sorry. What's my favorite thing about being a black Muslim woman? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. 
I just love how versatile we are. Yeah, I was gonna the say way we practice our dean. Yeah. We're so versatile. Yeah, it's actually so lit. I really love the community. Definitely, I I love community. Yeah, 100%. I love the range of like women like, in it. I love. I just love. I'm just even, even it's the warmth that comes with yeah. that community. You know, especially when there's a group of black Muslim girls and we're all just looking out for each other. It feels warm mm-hmm. and happy. Like, it feels, it feels very comforting. Yeah. It feels nice. That's why I really, 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 really miss um, the events, you know, just to be in a mm. space that's full of people that look like me. Yeah. Like me. I mean, like, why am I here? Or I don't belong here, you yeah. know? And we're not talking about the struggle. Like, when I did start TBMG, one thing I always said is, I want to make sure that I'm not here speaking about the struggle. We speak about the struggle anyway. Mm-hmm. We've acknowledged the struggle anyway. There's more to us than the struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, hence why every event is catered to something completely different. Like, I, I, I don't think we actually talk about what it's like being a Black Muslim woman on the TBMG page or at any events because that's not what we're here to talk about. I'm not here to talk about the struggle. We know about the struggle. There's mm-hmm. more to us than that. Do you know there's what I mean? a time like, and place for that. Black, yeah, and there's black Muslim women that are really out here killing it for us to just kind of reduce the plat, limit the platform to to a platform that just shares the struggles and experiences of black Muslim women. I'm so sorry, that's boring. Boo boo, boo hoo, boo boo boo. No, but it's true. But I, I do that's think boring. sometimes people assume because we're we're a group of people that have taken ourselves out of like we're a minority, mm-hmm. we're a minority. We've taken ourselves outside of that minority. I think the automatic. Um, thinking for some people is that oh yeah that's all we're going to talk about because that's why mm-hmm, we separated mm-hmm. ourselves already and it's like well no we've separated ourselves well not we haven't even separated ourselves we've created a space we've created a space for ourselves to come together be ourselves feel welcomed feel loved get educated but then I guess it's also because when others talk about us when other people that aren't from the community do have a discussion based around us it's always based around our struggles which again is annoying because like I said there's more to us than the struggle Mm -hmm. but every time people want to talk about us or they want to discuss is our struggle and it's very annoying and it's like all right are you doing this because you actually clear now you care now or is this click great let me know which one it is hunty boo boo but i also but like i said sorry i don't mean to talk over you sorry no i i go go on because what you're going to say but I also don't want to just be like highlighted for like breaking stereotypes and breaking barriers. Like, yeah, I have, a, I, have a, I have a thing with that. Uh-huh. I have I have a thing with that with breaking stereotypes, and I think uh, I'm gonna specifically aim this at Muslim women in general, not just specifically yeah. Black Muslim mm. women, because I've seen this trend for years now. Whenever a Muslim woman specifically, you know, achieves something, she's breaking barriers and breaking stereotypes, and it's like mm-hmm. at the end of the day the dean did not place these barriers that society is placing these barriers on me 100 percent. the society the government the society the way things are set up that's what's causing the boundaries for me to achieve things whether it's on a career level personal level societal level whatever it is it's not islam that's holding me back on this it's the way the world is built that's holding me back on this so whenever i see like headlines like breaking stereotypes yes it sounds good on the surface but like really and truly whose stereotypes am i breaking because i didn't set Mm -hmm. those stereotypes for myself i didn't make those assumptions for myself my own community for the most part did not make those assumptions about me as a muslim woman 
it's the wider society. So when you're feeding into these headlines, it's like, who is this actually written for? Is it really celebrating me or just highlighting your own shock based on your biases? You know, like, so I have an issue with that phrase, yeah. personally. But you know, what? there are so. some people, and this is not even just for Muslim women, this is even for like, you know, the black people, Asian people, like any um, minority, like, over on this side of the world like, there are some people that like get a kick out of being of being able to say like i'm the first this i'm the first that and oh yeah they don't even, Girl, the oh, first yeah. This. and like there was a woman that did that i think in america i think she was arab american and she said she was like the first woman arab american i think featured in vogue or something uh, there was some story anyways like that and it was like actually she she wasn't she really wasn't but it's just like for some people, it's not even that deep even if it was <laughs> it, it, it is an achievement like use it when you need to milk funding and stuff of course rinse it out but in general like it's true use it to your use it to your rinse it out use the advantage of course i get your bag sis but when you're using it to like downplay no, other achievements within the muslim oh uh, some of it's forced of course like yeah. read the room in it but <laughs> you know what i mean like sometimes it's just used in a way where it's like is that your only selling point like get to the get to the content bit now like get to the value and principles that you uphold we get that bit the headline we've broken it cool what's next exactly sorry guys i hate to break up this um discussion but i'm on twitter and i saw that bob brisky's pregnant yeah i was was trying to say that on the thing i was like (laughs) I was literally just reading that and I was about to show you that and I was about to like, is this guy Have you scum? seen the video? Like, Me and my baby tooth, I can't take hold of it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Risky makes me laugh, man. And the thing is, have you seen the belly? It's like, you know, you know, I wish, I wish my batty had that strength because my batty does not stay in place when I'm jiggling and moving I like, like that. I like it. He looks Because that belly was this it's nice, but two weeks. This is two the weeks. Does not look like that? That two I, weeks, babe. On. That looks more like ten months. <laughs> this also, is two she's weeks. Doing, she's doing the um, do that challenge. She's doing that challenge. That's what it is. There's that challenge with the oh, is by, it? Um, by Simi. It's like it's called the Duduke or something. I can't remember. Please don't laugh at me. With a pregnant, with a belly after you yeah, said last pregnancy. Put, you're supposed to put you like a you're you're supposed to dance to the song looking like you're pregnant. Because she was, I think she was pregnant when she made the song. She said two weeks. But this and then is now two weeks. Stuffed. Bro, there's a whole three-year-old in there. This is two weeks. <laughs> three-year-old <laughs> is there. Oh. About two weeks. No, she's a whole mood, man. I can't lie. Because even, even if... Oh, do you know the documentary? Have you watched the documentary? No, I haven't. In, no, I haven't. Yeah. It's really it, yeah. good. I quite like it. It's really good. Was it... I feel... I, I saw... A few it was very honest. Like, some of the... Oh, okay. What was honest? Okay. It was very, very honest from Babriski, especially. And oh, I just oh, like oh. the cinematography of it all. Everything was shot nice. Colorism. It was, it was decent. It was, it was refreshing. I think, I think they're the highest consumers of bleaching creams or something. Yeah, bleaching is a big problem in, in a lot of countries. It's actually, it's actually quite mad. Because on the other end of the world, people try to look like us. It's so, yeah. It's so mad. It's so so mad. That is so funny. But brisky, right? Not the bleaching. 
<laughs> no, 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 no. That, um, oh my god. No, what you said about the other side of the world, people are trying to look at us. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It, but don't you think it's quite mad because you know the, the the body, the skin. Like you've got people that will take tablets to make themselves look darker. And produce more melanin. You have people, and then you've got people. Oh, you have people on Instagram pretending they're mixed race when they're from Sweden. Yeah, what's it? What's that term called? Blackfishing or something. Blackfishing. There's this one girl that on Instagram. Oh my god, the way she has the Swedish done. one. Yeah, that it's, one. Whew. It's mad. It's actually Bruh. mad. Oh, that's so sad. What would you do if you bit into a, a wedding cake and it's actually a cake? Oh, I mean, I don't bring this up again. I actually don't want cake. I want coffee creams. <laughs> I want the creams. Oh, everybody getting served waffles. That stuff, that stuff is annoying, man. I keep seeing them videos. It's really irritating me. It's gone to the point where even when, when it's real food, you're shocked. <laughs> So, I mean, I saw that baby one you sent. That wasn't funny. I don't. Know. I oh, that wasn't funny. I was like, if I had to see it, you gotta have to see it too, because that was that hurt me. To that. Oh I gosh. Purposely, I, I purposely couldn't. Um, I, I, yeah, I purposely didn't open it. What do you guys think? How are you feeling in regards to this whole um, black women are five times more likely to die during pregnancy and childbirth? Bruh, I'm scared. That's 100%. scary, bro. I think in general, like the whole concept of being pregnant, like there's a child, there's a human being growing inside mm-hmm. you. That already is scary to me. Yeah. And then now added on to the top of, you know, that process. On top of that now, you know, we're, we're likely to die, not because of, you know, natural complications, 100%. but because of neglect, systemic mm-hmm. racism, really being told that, oh, black people can uh, withhold pain. pain. And do you know what's mad about that statement, about that narrative? It's in, it's in textbooks. Yeah, I saw that. When people are training, when people are training, they're learning this stuff. Like, you know, black people tend to, you know, have a, a higher threshold for pain. And it's like, you've got all of these forms of racism ingrained into the medical system. And I'm going to have to pay the consequences for that, for doing something that's supposed to be, you know, a journey where I'm bringing, mm. you know, a new life into this world by mm. the will of Allah. Like, that's mad. That scares Someone me. Someone said like, something that was along the lines of, um, are black women safe anywhere in the world? And it's literally just got me thinking because yeah. it's like, okay, if I say that, okay, cool, I, d- I don't want to have my child here. I want to go somewhere else. Where else am I going? Wait, because it's just as bad as I'm in America. Um, and unfortunately, unfortunately, I, to... I can't go back home to my motherland because it's just bad, bad. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, so like... what I found as well is that there's a lot of. Um, it's sad to say this, but it's not just white nurses and white doctors that are doing this as well. It's our own people sometimes, and that's what really like hits different because it's like you would expect your own people to understand. Mm. Mm. but then you've got in certain situations because I've been in certain situations where black doctors black nurses have not treated me well and it's like what what like what's not clicking here you surely you should understand but then it just shows that you know even within training even in the profession it's just so ingrained like how they don't even have um I only found this out like a few weeks ago that when they're with certain like skin diseases and stuff they don't see the uh, mm-hmm. black skin yeah. they only see it on white sure. skin and it occurred to me and I was like that's so true that doesn't it doesn't make sense because how we we're not the same color 
And then I saw, mm-hmm. I saw something about how someone was saying that they thought they had COVID and they rang up 111 and they asked them, like, oh, are you turned oh, yeah, blue? Oh, yeah, turned blue. And the guy's like, yeah. well, I'm black. And then they were like, well, are you turning blue? And, I like, it's like it's how you turn blue? think that, like, you've missed out a whole demographic of people because it's so ingrained in the medical profession the teaching the institution whatever you want to call it that you can't even recognize that you you don't ask black people are you turning blue because because we don't mm. we don't turn blue i i don't think so hey what color do we turn i don't think occasionally depending on your like my skin tone, i can go a bit pink or you can gray. maybe you can yeah but for the most i wouldn't be able to turn blue be very hard for me to turn blue. Can you imagine me telling, turning the colour of my bonnet? That's crazy. <laughs> violet, <laughs> you're turning violet. <laughs> That's crazy. It's mad. Oh. It's mad. But I was seeing. I remember at the beginning, like a few weeks ago, seeing um, this woman, this doctor on TikTok. She said something like, um, in like 2016 or whatever doctors in america were surveyed and something like 50 percent of them or something thought that black people could with um with had higher thresholds of pain and yeah i I saw that yeah i was like that is not long ago and that is a huge amount of doctors to be thinking such a ridiculous statement that has Mm. no scientific proof whatsoever it's scary because they're working with patients like their whole job revolves around maintaining the well-being of their patients and if that's how they think of you and they're supposed to be saving your life or maintaining your health, what are my chances? Like, it's so mad because a lot of these situations that we're in, they're preventable. A lot of these illnesses and symptoms that we display, yeah. they're preventable. And it's like, at this point, if I get sick, I'm not just going to be worried about my illness itself. I'm going to be worried about how I'm going to get treated. Who's going to take me seriously when I go up to reception and say, oh, I've got this. Yeah. Who's going to take me seriously over the phone? Who's yeah. going to take me seriously if, I, if I've had an operation, I'm telling them like I'm experiencing some pains. Can you check me out? Like, you have the likes of Serena things. Williams that went through that whole... Bruv, a whole Serena Williams. And was, had to advocate for herself. And had she not advocated for herself, she probably she might not even be alive. She wouldn't be here. Like that. You guys hear, did you guys read about the, the lady that had um they basically left a um a latex glove in her? Oh yeah, I remember reading up on that a while back. That's mad. Um, what's it called? Crazy. And think? and they were gonna um I saw some I, I think it was the the lady's sister that was tweeting about it just today and they were gonna um section her because they, they basically thought that she was losing it because she kept saying that she can like smell a funny body odor <gasps> and they kept saying that there's nothing there there's nothing there there's nothing there a friend came to visit the friend happened to be a nurse she told the friend what was going on and then the friend was like you lot need to kind of like check it out or whatever they went to check it out she had a cesarean yeah. and they left her placenta in her with a glove that's just carelessness. That's insane because you're operating on someone's body and you're choosing to be that careless. That is disgusting. Flipping hell. Bear in mind, in an operation room, it's not just you. There's a group exactly. of people. There's a lot of you. So deep all of that neglect, please. Oh, my God. I, I remember seeing a video where this woman, yeah, she had just given birth and the baby was in intensive care. And she kept screaming all day, can you come and check on my child? He hasn't been breathing for hours. And they were laughing at her. And she got it all on camera. She was crying. Oh, I think she was on yeah. live. 
they were literally like just chuckling and laughing it off she's like my son is not breathing my son for hours like almost the whole day and then they're like oh okay she's serious and then they started then they had to like start um um trying to bring him back because he's literally his oxygen levels drop so low mm-hmm. it's just it's just annoying like it's, it's crazy just i think it, that's why we kind of need to start pushing for now i kind of get those black people that say stuff like we need black schools we need black oh, yeah. this and we need black that like i actually get it like it makes sense like i can see why people feel like we need black only schools and black only hospitals and black only this and this this that it kind of does make sense i really mm. really do get it however before agree. we get to that i don't i don't agree or disagree but i understand, yeah, I understand. why people I- feel like that but i think we need to be pushing for more black worker i mean more black um black doctors black well there's quite for sure enough. i think that's part of it but we also need to yeah. tackle the structural problem as well because 100%. it's starting our education because from 100%. when they're studying and they're being told things like oh we've got a higher pain threshold and stuff mm-hmm. you know that's being fed into yeah because bear in mind like for you to be a doctor like you're in medical school for years <laughs> um you should check out my friend's channel um vote for hani she's a doctor oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah, black yeah. doctor yeah. she talks about some of her experiences and i remember watching that and i was thinking raw so this is what's going on in medical school like is it really this bad like you know hearing her experiences i'm thinking now nah, this is a problem like higher up as well like mm-hmm. Things are not being tackled at the top, and it's just filtering down. So it's like hundred percent. Sometimes we, we, I feel like we're screaming in in an echo chamber because there's the people that get it are listening, but the mm. people that don't get it are not in these spaces with you these know, conversations. You know, yeah, you know what's so frustrating as well is they don't understand. Like I've realized in the last couple of years because I've met a lot more people who have sickle cell. Literally nothing. Um, there's barely any research on it. They don't understand sickle cell. They don't like it's ridiculous there's no research there's 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 barely any funding for this research at ah, all sorry my oh, elbow baby. is peeling <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <got> scared <laughs> oh my God. but yeah i think i think yeah you're right i mean in as much as we need more black doctors and all of this kind of stuff we definitely need more it's black education. people in the rooms where big decisions are being made that's mm. what we need you know we need more black people in the rooms where when they're talking the the curriculum and all of this kind of stuff they're part of the people making those decisions as well we need more black lecturers like we need more black people making decisions that's what we need we need we need more black people in them rooms um and in them bloody board meetings where um but it's also got decisions are being made I, I, I completely agree, but I also think there's something to be said about it. Well, this is the harder thing to to kind of solve, but it's people's own internal bias as well. Because mm, I have friends mm. who have like maybe come back from like somewhere in Africa or whatever, and they're sick or whatever, and immediately it's like, oh, you've got tuberculosis, you've got malaria, you've got this, you've got mm, that. Mm, like, mm, no, mm, I've just got the flu. I've just got the flu mm. and you want to put you want to quarantine me in the hospital. But there's this like automatic mm. assumption that oh africa equals disease and it's like that's yeah not how it's so it's contradictory you know, though, when you think about it because mm-hmm. you know you can cut you can go there with some severe symptoms you could be having like internal bleeding or whatever and they'll note it down to oh yeah you just need to take painkillers but then the same people are associating africa with poverty like yeah. aisha said 
with, ma with malaria and stuff. So what, what's, what's, what's the reason for that disconnect? Because that now makes me believe that it's deliberate. 100%. Like it's actually deliberate. It's not ignorance at racism, this point. But a lot of the time can... it is deliberate. It's racism. It's racism. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I've that, I have had experiences where I feel like I've not been um, believed when I've like gone to the hospital. Oh, 100%. I, I kind of, I sometimes maybe like, not exaggerate my symptoms. But you sometimes but you have, have to emphasize it even more so they can like, take the fact that you even have to do that says a lot, you know, the fact that you have to kind <laughs> of like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's not that, that you want to think of doing that. But in the day, why would you want to be sick? I don't Because guys, you got to understand, right? For me, for example, I have a personal experience because for about three to four years, I was actually on the wrong inhalers. Oh, no. so they were taking my review so obviously I have to have a review like at least twice a year so what was happening was that I was this by the way my inhalers only changed like maybe a year and a bit ago mm -hmm. so I've got a different inhalers now because one person decided to actually check my lungs properly so one time I had an acute asthma attack and I actually ended up in hospital for like two or three days no and way. that's the first time they actually saved my results from scans that they were doing yeah. on me and then they actually found out because what was happening i was doing the reviews right the the asthma reviews and they you have to do like a, a a breathing test where you have to blow into like a tube and it's got a bunch of numbers which is measured against your height your age and your weight and mine was really low and they're like oh has your diet changed has this that i'm like it's not my diet i don't think these inhalers are working for me and they're just like oh no i just need to use it more regularly so i was using it more regularly but it wasn't doing anything but making me more lightheaded and oh what had happened by the time I got to that extent where I was in hospital for two, three days was that my lungs was, were extremely weak and it turned out I was just on the wrong inhalers for years. And I kept telling them, like, can you do tests? Can you do tests? And every time I'd get a blood test, samples were getting lost. The results were getting lost. Um, every time I was doing the reviews, they just kept putting the same notes. And it literally took for me to just not have the usual person check up on me at my hospital bed to be like, wait a minute the way you're breathing is not normal. And then they did a proper test and they're like, wait, your lungs are really weak and your oxygen has levels have dropped. So they had to do a bunch of assessments until they realized that there's actually um, a bunch of inhalers that you should be using, not these ones. And since then, like, I can breathe properly. So for me, it's like, imagine if that never happened, like literally. So it's like, it's, it's mad because it's literally the difference between me being able to breathe properly or not. So That's crazy. I think this, everything we've like, this and the whole, you know, racism within the Muslim community, Muslim community I think it just shows that we just need to keep advocating for ourselves and just speak yeah. up for ourselves. Just pray but, for the um, people that can't advocate for themselves. Exactly. So it's literally a matter of life and death. Yeah. But anyways, we'll get through it, inshallah. But yeah hope you guys are looking after yourselves um just because the lockdown has been eased does not mean your common sense must also now be eased be vigilant but um yeah it was it was good tuning in with y'all ciao <laughs> 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 oh yeah we're still recording <laughs> 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 <laughs>